Hello everyone and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host Chili as we talk about news, reviews and guides and all that good stuff over on PSU.com. Go check out PlaystationUniverse.com. I'll wait. Do, 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 do. Have you clicked a link yet? Do, 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 do. Anyway, carrying on with this, joining me as always is the lovely Alfonso. Hey Alfonso. Hello, hello. How are you doing this week? I'm good. Can't complain. You know, Ben, the near time is near. Spider-Man comes out the end of Friday. Spider-Man 2, I am ready to play this game. This is my game of the year. It's going to be good, but I, it's going to be hard for it to top Baldur's Gate 3 for me. Like, no matter how good Spider-Man is, Baldur's Gate 3, I think it's going to be my game of the year. Like, it's going to be hard. I'm that's sorry. fine. Yeah, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with a little friendly competition. All we can say is we've had very good games this year, no matter what you like. So we did, um, yeah, I agree with that. Yep. And joining me is Gary. Hey, Gary. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, just reviewing games, playing games, getting frustrated with games. <sighs> Yeah, it's fun times. Know, <laughs> what game was it that I saw that had like really bad frame rate? Lords, Lords of the Fallen. Right? Lords of the Fallen. People didn't yeah. believe me when I said that <laughs> it fell into like single digit frame rates. <laughs> At times, <laughs> they're like, "There's no way a game in this day and age can be that bad." And well, there you go. <laughs> There's your proof. Um, they've since the game came out on Friday, officially. There have been, I believe, five patches that have come out in two days. <laughs> Every time I oh. start my PS5, it's like, Lords of the Fallen has been updated. I was like, what? Again? <laughs> Soul fans are just like, those are extended iframes. It's gameplay. <laughs> They're just like, updating one frame at a time until <laughs> they get to 30. <laughs> it's crazy, but yeah, it, it's not... You know, it it is what it is. It's still a fun game. Um, it just could have been so much, so much more. Um, One frame, ha 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 ha. Two <laughs> frames, ha ha ha. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun, but yeah, it should have been so much more. Still a good game, though. Uh, I do still recommend it for those who like those difficult, highly difficult Souls-like games. So, uh, yeah. Also, well, you Alfonso, know. you calling Spider-Man 2 your game of the year before it even comes out is the exact reason why Marvel is in the state that it is right now. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be hard to... Like, it's coming from Insomatics, and they've already pre proven that they've done good Spider-Man games. So No, I'm sure it's going to be a phenomenal game, but I think this year, for me personally is one of the hardest years to look at and see a game of the year like straight contender oh, they're boulders gate i obviously i gave that a 10 out of 10 and i stand by that because it's a phenomenal game but just because i gave a game a 10 out of 10 doesn't mean there's another game that i enjoy playing in the long run more than boulders okay. gate 3 yeah, you know well, what i, I mean remember. it's been 2023 it's been a long year i can't even remember what came out this year really 
I guess Zelda's there, but that's not a game that you can Zelda's in there. Final Fantasy 16 is in there. Oh, yeah, 16. 16 was good, but <laughs> still, I don't know. I, I haven't really gone back to it, so I don't think I would consider it a, a game of the year contender. Yeah, see, when the DLC comes out, you'll probably go back to it and say, like, wow, this game was yeah. actually really fucking good. Could this have been oh, no, my game I'm of the not... year? <laughs> oh, it was really good, but... Baldur's yeah. Gate 3... For me, so far, it's going to no, be I... Baldur's Gate 3, then Final Fantasy 16, and then anything else, and then eventually Zelda. Because I couldn't even beat Zelda, I got so bored of it. I was bored with the first game, so I didn't even bother with the second one. But it's yeah. one of those games that people, you know, it is a contender. You know, because I mean, it is a good game. Came out this year. I heard that was a good game as well. I haven't played it myself. Yeah, Hogwarts Legacy came out. I haven't even had a chance to play that yeah. yet. Um, there's just so many to think of. You know what's and coming out next year, though? Xenoverse 2 on PS5. So that's going to get Finally, good. after they announced <laughs> it <laughs> five years ago. <laughs> Uh, I didn't bring up that uh -huh. article, but yeah, Xenoverse. Oh, there it is, right there. Uh, Xenoverse Two free update, which has come out now, which was a couple of days ago, which added the Festival of Universes, a new mode called Cross Versus. Uh, they added Ultra Instinct to every character, so even my Margin character has Ultra Instinct now, which is great. Um, and. Basically, uh, they've also added an item in the Festival of Universes called uh, the Zeno button, where if you enter a match with the Zeno button, you can win automatically. So, yeah, there you go. And 2024 will have more DLC and the PS5 launch and Xbox, I guess. So, yeah. Ne next I can't year. wait for that PS5 version to look identical to the PS4 version. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to have absolutely zero differences between the two versions, I guarantee it. And it'll be $70. Well, if it oh, includes oh. every deal, every, oh, I guess it can include every DLC because it's what, yeah. like five years of DLC? Seven, right? Well, did the game receive DLC in the first year, two years that it came out? I've got to go because I, I don't know. All right, that's why I said five years. If if it did, then yes, seven so, years well, of no, DLC. Yeah, it's got to be close to it because Super Pack 4, which obviously is the fourth DLC, I guess, was June 2017. Okay. Yeah, see, obviously you can't include everything in the one package because that's like a $200 deal for the game. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I, I expect them to at least include like the first maybe two, three years of the game's DLC for free if you're going to charge a full price for it? Uh, yeah, okay. Six years then, kind of. Um, because the first okay. DLC came out on the 20th of December 2016. So it was just okay. at the end of 2016. Uh, so. But good on them. Uh, yeah. Still going yeah. strong, even though you know, fighters came out which obviously was more of a tournament fighting game uh, for the hardcore fans. Xenoverse kind of remained the more casual type game, but still going strong mm -hmm. seven years. This is Doken. This is when Doken came out. <laughs> a year before Doken came out. Or after yep. Doken came out. Because we're in the eighth, we just finished the eighth year anniversary of Doken yep. Battle. So that's how old Xenoverse 2 is. That's crazy. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we got, you know, a new... 
um I think they I think it? they might include all the DLCs actually to be honest. It's wild if they do. Well Fighters main... still doesn't have an edition that includes all the DLC. You still have to buy everything individually. Yeah, but the DLCs aren't that expensive. Like they are expen like it's expensive if you add them up, but like on average, probably is ten dollars, to... dude. For fighters. Yeah, but that's the that's the <laughs> for fighters, right? Yeah. For for uh uh Xenoverse, each DLC is around ten dollars. And that that is the most expensive you get. That's the, the other others are around seven dollars. So and you get three characters with that ten dollars. Let's just say um, the last DLC was um, last DLC was DLC thirteen, which was eight dollars. You got Goku, Dipso, Vegeta GT. Uh, you got a new story mode. You got ten new skills, four new quests, five new Super Souls, uh, five new costumes, and I know they added some new raids and stuff like that as well. And that was seven dollars. So. Depending on the sales on the older DLC, I could see them just saying, okay, we'll just throw all of it for all 15 DLCs and sell it for $70 on the PS5. Yeah, I, mean, I hope it has an upgrade path. Like, I hope you can get the oh, yeah. PS5 version yeah, for cheaper or at least for free. Um, but yeah, no, as I was all saying, you know, to survive through fighters, you know, you, Breakers came out, which obviously is a completely different game than that. Um, but through that, and now, you know, a new Tenkaichi's coming out. Um, we'll see where Xenoverse lands, I guess. Um, but yeah, okay, good the, on them. The DLC for all of it would cost you about $130. Hmm. For all, every piece of DLC. So, currently. I say this is the currently statement, because as we know, there's DLC coming out next year. And who knows? Maybe that there'll be more, especially with. Yeah, I, guess, so I know we're not the. You're essentially cast, looking at, at least, Yeah, you're at least looking at two hundred dollars then. If you buy the game yeah. full price, plus yeah. all the DLC, it's around two hundred dollars. Yeah. <coughs> Which is that's a lot, a lot of DLC to put in to a seventy dollar deal. Yeah. For them with the game, but I'm sure they but can get away with it. Like I say, it depends on if they're not if they're not seeing sales of the older DLC, then it it's not really going to be much of a loss. But it all depends on how they're selling. I have no idea. Yeah, I think it also comes down to, like you said, sales. Where what are they looking at for the PS5 version to do sales wise? You know, if all they're going to see is people from the PS4 version jump into the PS5 version, then that's a completely different deal than people paying brand new to get the PS5 version. Like, how many new fans are they really thinking that they're going to bring in? Which I don't think is going to be very many. Also, yay, new Dragon Ball series, but we'll talk about it in the anime cast in, like, three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> So, there's that, I guess. PlayStation, uh, you know what, let's go with Celebrate Microsoft, I guess. I mean, come on, we, we, you know. Though we love Sony, we got to admit that we like games, and although we don't like Microsoft that much, 
I mean, everyone knows I'm biased. You still got to congratulate them for stuff they have done, I guess. Congratulations, Microsoft, on owning Activision, Blizzard, and King. Um, I do love the joke of that the people posting pictures of Microsoft bought Activision, Blizzard, King, and you. Um, because that's the eventual thing that they're going to do one day, hopefully, probably. Um, so, yeah. Um, also, Sean Layden pointed out that the integration part of the process is more difficult than the actual purchase. So, that's interesting, too. So, they, they now own so many video games from Activision, such as Call of Duty and um, um, Crash Bandicoot. Oh, yeah, Crash Bandicoot and uh, Spyro and... Um, uh, I know Tony Hawk's technically, but that depends on licensing, right? Um, and then Blizzard, they have Warcraft and Diablo. So And StarCraft. And StarCraft, I guess. If that'll ever get a new game. Spoiler. And Overwatch. Uh, and they, the, the game that they care about, actually, out of all of them, because really they don't care about any of those, Candy Crush. That's the one that they care the most about. Like... They should. That's the big money maker, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. Now. I'm not. I'm not even joking about. It. I mean, like Candy Crush is the bigger money maker out of all of these. So, Candy, well done on owning Candy Crush at Microsoft. Well done, uh, Gary. Yes. Um. Congratulations to Microsoft on continuing to spread their cancer throughout the industry. Um. Very much congratulations. Yes, they own what was consider the biggest publisher outside of you know the big three um third-party publisher i should say um so yeah no yeah they own call of duty they own crash spyro they own warcraft um they own a lot of dormant franchises like guitar hero and true crime for those who remember those games um they own still the licenses to a lot of old spider-man games I'm not sure if they can still publish them again or not, uh, or release them on Game Pass, like Web of Shadows and Shattered Dimensions, for those who remember those games. Um, but, yeah, Tony Hawk, obviously another massive one there. Um, the one that I'm most excited for, uh, if they do do a sequel to it, if they carry a singularity, uh, I thought that was a very great game. Um, but. I'm probably in the uh, minority there. <laughs> um, but yeah, they obviously own a lot now. Um, we'll see what they do with it. You mean, at this point, there can't be any more excuses, can there? Like, if they can't even surpass Nintendo at this point with all the studios that they have and all the developers that they have, then something is fundamentally wrong with that entire organization. Um, so. At this point, I don't want to hear any more excuses from Microsoft why they're not making any headway in the industry like they think they should. Um, but yeah, finally, I don't have to hear every single day some fucking dumb thing about Activision Blizzard happening. Let it just be done. Let's move on. I don't think it's going to be done, Gary. I still think it's going to carry on. Not not the way it has been since Microsoft purchased them, but I, I still feel it's going to be in the news. Um, the reason I say that is because this this is still 
the biggest news in this century that you know that we're going on right now and from what we know from microsoft they 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 do require a lot of stuff you know a lot of acquisitions a lot of companies and then they end up not doing nothing with them and like you said if they don't do anything with these these developers because i feel microsoft should just quit the video game entirely generally it just quit because what's the point you, you just have them just to have it so no one else can use them you just want them for yourself because you can't find a way to be dominant like playstation and nintendo that first of all that's just petty and selfish but then your marketing strategy is just trash so yeah i i I'm not congratulating them. I'm I'm not. I'm sorry. Ben said congratulate. Oh, yeah, they have they have a lot under their belt. Yeah, that's that's great and all, but I honestly feel they're not gonna do nothing with them. <laughs> oh. oh, excuse me. Yeah, uh some of them obviously um prototype, they own prototype now <laughs> for whatever that's God worth. Damn it. <laughs> uh King's Quest, The Lost Vikings, um Yeah, I don't know. They own a lot. But like we've talked about, like ninety percent of these licenses are dormant. So mm -hmm. <laughs> we haven't seen anything from them in a long time. Even Tony Hawk's Pro Skater got a remaster rather than a new game. Um and even though that was successful, they decided to move the creators of that to work on I believe it was Call of Duty as well so what's even the point I see it more like Microsoft's first party studios aren't able to get anything done it seems Perfect Dark is in a disaster state, Fable is in a disaster oh. state even though we've got a CG trailer um, Perfect. just look at Perfect Dark it's not even being done by Microsoft now is it really it's also done by um Crystal Dynamics. Crystal Dynamics. I was going to say Crystal Dynamics, but my brain was like, is that real? Yeah. Um, yeah, Fable, we saw a brand new CG trailer, which again, didn't tell us anything really what the game is going to be like. Um, Hellblade, we haven't seen gameplay of Hellblade yet. The, the sequel. We've seen in-game footage of cutscenes. Um, it's getting kind of ridiculous. You know, I think Microsoft should now look at taking their IPs like Perfect Dark and giving it to companies that Activision owns that kind of know what the hell they're doing. Give Perfect Dark to um, Infinity Ward or Sledgehammer Games. They've been making Call of Duty for the last 20 years. I'm pretty sure they can do Perfect Dark for you without any of this crazy hassle. Um, that's kind of more what I'm interested in. I'm not interested on Activision Blizzard carrying on exactly how they have been under fucking Bobby Kotick's terrible leadership. I want Microsoft to take IPs and give it to them to make better games from their own owned licenses, you know? We'll see if they do that. Honestly. You know, they have Halo Wars. Let Blizzard do Halo Wars. Let the team that does freaking StarCraft, do a proper Halo RTS game. You know, that's kind of what I want to see from this purchase. Not carry on as usual. We'll have four of your best studios working on one game in Call of Duty. 
spread them out. See what happens. Give three four threes in the disastrous day too. Give Halo to one of those developers to make a proper Halo game. Bring the franchise back to what it used to be. That's kind of what I want. We'll see what they do. We will see. Uh, but for fans of Final Fantasy XIV, I know we were talking about Blizzard and Activision, so Blizzard has World of Warcraft. Fans of Final Fantasy XIV, remember next weekend will be FanFest, and we'll get to learn more about the newest expansion, Dawn Trail. Uh, we'll probably get an extended trailer. Um, and they've got... Why is my brain so dumb today? <laughs> they've got a special guest, which I know, but my brain doesn't Sakaguchi. want to tell Sakaguchi that's it uh will be a, a special guest at the event and he's got two panels so I'm excited um uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing my friend Rookery she will be um actually hosting the PvP tournament on stage so I look forward nice. to meeting you in person my rival <laughs> we're rivals for some reason I don't know why it but we are but, uh so yeah, I look forward to meeting you, and um, I'm looking forward to being there. So I'm looking forward to FanFest next weekend. And that's my Final Fantasy information. Don't worry, there'll be more next podcast. <laughs> is, is, is this rivalry more like Goku Frieza or Goku Piccolo? I want to say more Goku Piccolo <laughs> because basically what happened is a, a couple about a year ago, I was part of a Chocobo race competition, and everyone was entering with like rivals that they were like angry. Yeah, not like angry but you know there, there was like there was at least uh, there was like people going like oh i can't wait to beat you and oh i can't wait to beat you and then me and rook are the only ones without anyone like that were like okay i guess I guess we're the we're rivals by <laughs> but then there's me going ah oh, that's uh do you want some help with your chocobo raising <laughs> so yeah more goku and piccolo than anything um so yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the Microsoft stuff done. Um, we had to bring it up, I guess. Uh, new PS5 Slim has been announced and it's $50 more than the original PS5 Slim at $449. Um, I'm not shocked. It was going to go up eventually, I guess. And I normally go down, but I mean, all our prices went up. So it makes sense that eventually America's price would go up. Um, and now it has one terabyte of internal storage. Yay! Well, um, oh no, the new PS5 will have one terabyte. The digital can buy, oh no, no, yeah, it's one terabyte of internal storage. Uh, and you can buy a disk drive separately, which I think is I think $80. The disk drive is... Yeah, but I think it's priced wrong. I still think it's priced wrong because I think they would have corrected it by now, man. <laughs> Because it's eighty dollars, but ninety nine pounds, and ninety nine pounds is not eighty dollars. Ninety nine pounds is like a hundred and something dollars. Maybe that's because they're not they're charging you guys more. But seventy nine pounds would be eight would be ninety nine dollars. So um, we'll see. Anyway, PS Five Digital, it's fifty dollars more, and it's slimmer ish kind of it's more the ps5 squattier 
than the slimmer. But anyway, Gary. I'm not happy. <laughs> oh, second. Second that, yeah. Um, which I made my frustrations known on Discord. Um, it's more expensive through and through than what you can get now. Not just from the price increase, but if you buy the non-disk drive version, the separate disk drive is going to cost you $20 more than if you buy the disk drive version. That's detachable. Right, Ben? Uh, yeah, you... Yeah. The other one is is only fifty dollars more than the non disc one, and it's going to be seventy nine. actually eighty dollars more or thirty dollars more. Not only that, but it doesn't come with a goddamn vertical stand mm-hmm. that the original mm-hmm. one came with. So that's another. Mm-hmm. I believe they said it's twenty nine ninety nine for that stand. Yeah, thirty dollars. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> you're already looking at paying well at this point like five hundred seventy dollars. Plus tags, yeah. Um, for something that's a few inches smaller, or like, well, what is it two inches smaller than what you have now? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The height wise, I don't know about the width size. I didn't look into that, but I mean, you can lay it down, and it has a tiny little plastic kickstand thing that looks like it's on its last leg already. Um, yeah, I. The fact that this is replacing the older models, like, if you, like, get an older model while you can, because once they're gone, this is all you're going to be able to get. Um, all the faceplates you bought, they're useless. They're only going to be mm-hmm. usable on this new one. Um, so I guess get them now, because they're going to be really hard to find and really pricey on the internet soon. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's just not enough. Um, it's not enough in any way for me, like to to justify this purchase. You're taking stuff out, and the only real addition you're putting in is a bigger hard drive that's not even that big. One terabyte barely gets you anything anymore. Half of that is already going to Warzone anyway, because that game is so fucking massive, and Activision sucks at compression. Um, yeah, I'm. I don't like it. The fact that it's replacing the older... I get why it's replacing them. Um, you don't want four different PS5s out there on the market. Um, but the fact that you're charging more for less, in my opinion, is not right at this point. Go ahead, Alfonso. The logic <laughs> doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry, but when, when in PlayStation history has a slim model been more expensive if you add in the disk drive and the stand than the disk version that that it's always been cheaper like if that's the case just buy the damn disk version and be done with it i mean yes you still have to buy the stand for the disk version but you'll still be paying less than you will with the digital version i don't like that it's being replaced okay I don't like this new design with now that now that the new slim models come with four plates instead of two. Like, and I get it. I I, I heard people say, oh, we'll never get to customize that PlayStation in a different way with different colors. Like, who's gonna constantly keep buying plates just to mismatch different colors? That's just a waste. Now, when my thing is when it comes to Alexis edition PlayStation, 
does that mean the OG PlayStation doesn't get these plates? I mean, yes, you can sell the plates differently, but since they're not going to be selling the OG PlayStation anymore, so what? We ask out with these plates, only going to the slim model. I don't like that. Well, we not it's not confirmed yet, but I don't hope they don't take that route. This, this this marketing doesn't make any sense to me. I do not like these slim models at all, and yeah, this 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 is frustrating me. Yeah, because now you're looking at three plates instead of just two, right? <laughs> you're gonna have one on the side where the disc drive goes, and then two on the other side because it's got that crack down the center of it for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> that's two separate parts. So yeah, I. <laughs> And again, this is proprietary software, too. This is what happened with the Vita. They went proprietary software. The damn memory cards were impossible to get. And these disk drives, I'm pretty sure, are you can only get from PlayStation Direct. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they're designed, because I'm pretty sure you can get a Blu-ray disk drive for like $20 fucking dollars these days. <laughs> yeah. But no, they want me to pay $80 fucking dollars for it. Um, so, yeah, I... I'm not a fan. Can you even upgrade the hard drive in this one, or is this one not upgradable? Do you know about oh, it? They, they confirmed. It is? Yeah, it's confirmed to be upgradable. Okay, that's good. At least that's good. <laughs> you can still do that. Um, but yeah, it's it's clear where Sony's going. They're, they're also looking at, eventually, the all-digital landscape. You know, the, the streaming landscape. They they announced that PS Plus streaming is coming at the end of the month for North America. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to bring yeah. that up a bit. Oh yeah, sorry. Second. We'll talk about that in a little bit. What about you, Ben? You love these new things, don't you? I don't care that much. <laughs> I, I, I knew it was going to replace the older models. The pricing is a bit off to what I expected, but I am... Um, yeah, I expected it to replace the older models because the whole point of it is so that they can only have to make one console rather than the digital and the in the physic like now instead of having two productions, they ha- only have to make one and then people can add on if they like. My only issue is I think the same issue I've had with this since it first got leaked was I wish that the disk drive was sold as a separate device from the machine. So that the people that own a digital version from launch will be able to buy the disc on add-on if they want. So they can upgrade the digital to the disc version if they want to. Because, as I said before, I know a few people when the PS5 first came out, when it was hard to get stock, they bought digital only because that was the only one they had in and they didn't want to wait. So it'd be, in my opinion, it'd be better if they would add the disc drive as a separate add-on that doesn't have to be plugged into the, the console like it, it's shown in the digital version. Well, the one we've seen. So yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Uh, one more thing. I forgot to mention it with this. Gary I and Ben, I have to ask you. When you charge your controllers, are you using the USB-C port or the USB-A port in the front? I want the USB-A port. port. Gary? Yeah. I think I use the one in the front because I have the controller charging station just plugging into that. Oh, that's the, that's the you USB-C? notice, you notice on the slim models that they move the A port to the back, and now it has two USB Cs in the front. So I have nothing in the front anymore. No, it's two. No, there's in no, it's two two USB Cs in the front now, oh, but they okay. move the A port in the back. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I didn't notice. I, I, I'm not charging anything from the back on mine, so. No, but the new one, if you do you use a USB-A, you'll be charging it from the back if you had the Slim. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what I'm trying to get, yeah. Fantastic! <laughs> well, I'm you so happy. Though, you can buy USB-A, USB-C to USB-A converters. So you could just plug that in to the USB-C and then convert it to a USB-A and then plug it to the charger and cable that way. Or even more wires. Yeah, more wires. <laughs> no, it's not. It, I, yeah. I have All that to do is include no. Bluetooth and I'll be fine with that, but no. <laughs> no, there's a USB-A on the front. No, okay, no. that's two USB-Cs. No, is that sure? Yeah, it's two USB-Cs. So hard to tell. Just want the picture, Google. I don't care about the article. <laughs> Just go to the PlayStation blog and it should say... Yeah, the... yeah, right. You two USB-Cs. It's not a wire, though. I have, it's like a little... Yeah, I, I, I think it's not even a wire for my USB-C to USB-A converter. It's just like a little box. Um, like, uh, you would want so if you want to do that, you could just use something like this, Alfonso. Uh, I put in general for anyone who wants to see. You could you, you could use something like this. You could just plug it into the USB C. Yeah. Uh, uh, last question. Since we're talking about slim models, uh, what are your guys' favorite PlayStation slim models out of one through five? Oh, I'm gonna have to look at the bump. One. Oh, that... That's the <laughs> most ugly. Gary David has the tennis. <laughs> I thought I thought the slim version of the PS1 was awesome. <laughs> when you look at it from a distance, it looks like a little plushy toy you can put your head on. <laughs> For me, mine's is three, not super slim. The 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 regular PS3 slim. That OG fat one was too damn big and heavy. Uh, uh yeah. I think I, I, the issue with PS3 Slim is the fact that it didn't have the motor drive, and I kind of like those. Unless that's the ultras. No, yeah, the Slim. Yeah, no, PS3 Slim. I'm looking at the Super Slim. Um, it's, okay, it's even between the... I also like the PS4 Slim. Like the PS4. There was a Slim PS4, right? Yeah. I actually really like the PS4 Slim as well because it still has the the visuals of the OG. It's just a little bit. It's like a doorstop version. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, well, I'll go with the original PS3 Slim as well. The most ugliest Slim though has got to be the PS2 Super Slim, right? <laughs> The fact that it had a super swim should tell you everything. <laughs> I. Uh. 
Oh, and then there's some other PS1 models that didn't look that good either. But no, the PS, PS2 Super Slim is the ugliest of all consoles. I actually like the PS2 Fat, the original. And the best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I like PS5... the PSP Go. Does that count? I think sure. I'm the only one who liked the Go. <laughs> I didn't have one, but I liked the... the P... Wasn't there another PSP slim? Like the PSP 2 3000, right? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't really slim. They just... Changed the screen to an OLED and instead of the LCD one. Or wait, they went from the LCD to the LCD. LCD yeah. yeah. No, the PS3000 yeah. was supposedly slimmer than the 1000. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah, the PS3 the... had two different swims as well. Because I wouldn't call the PSP Go the slim PSP. It's just a different shaped PSP. Like you can't really call it that slim because it it slid out instead of being wide. It was it was long instead of wide. It was the size of my palm. <laughs> it was tiny. I liked it. Uh, but I had a phone that uses the PSP Go slim, the PSP Go. Um, uh, what's got the shape? Because I had the Xperia Play. Uh, that was probably one of my favorite phones of all time. Can we get a phone like that again, where it had the phone, a touchscreen at the front like normal, and then underneath it you could slide out um, a, a, a controller because it had a controller built in. Such a good phone. No, man, I'm looking at it right now. The the PS3 Super Slim, that's got to be the worst. That looks like a cheap ass Chinese <laughs> knockoff. <laughs> the thing looks like it was made in some farm. In the south, <laughs> to yeah, that thing was no bueno, man. But the super, PS2 Super Slim was also just not nice. I'm sorry. I mean, compared to the original size, they really like gutted the shit out of that thing to make it as tiny as possible. So I give them kudos for that. Yeah. But the PS3 Slim, that's got to be the ugliest in my opinion. <laughs> The super slim, I should say. Yeah. Ugh. Will we get a PS5 super slim? Spoilers, probably not. <sighs> I hope not. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but I, I know people are like, oh my god, the PS5 is ugly. I actually like it. I really like the design of the PS5. It's unique. Uh, and it reminds me of Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh. So. I I I will forever have the ps5 is probably one of my favorite looking consoles yeah mm -hmm. number one though i know this might sound stupid but i think my favorite console of all time design wise is very simple and it's in the name and it's the most one of the most beautiful consoles that can ever be made i think because it's so 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 like default looking in a way but the idea that someone did something like this. The GameCube. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I like I just something about the GameCube I love. It's so small and the fact that it had a little handle at the back so you could carry it around with you, you know, because they thought people might carry it around with them for some reason. Like, 
GameCube, a, 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 a plus design. It's QB. It, it, yeah, that means it can fit any way you want. Because it has smooth sides. You can just place it next to anywhere. And it'll fit. You can stack them if you wanted to for some reason. In case you want to make it to a Jenga Tower of GameCubes. I don't know. <laughs> Anyone? What's your, what's your favorite ever designed console? Could be any console. Oh. Favorite design console. Hmm. I gotta go with OG PlayStation. PS1. Okay, okay. Gary. The Dreamcast. Oh, that's a good one. I fucking love the Dreamcast. That to me to me the Dreamcast was the last gaming console. Made for gamers. And I loved its design. I loved everything about it. I loved the cool controller, the awesome controller that had a freaking handheld built into it. It was awesome. And it just looks it looked no. next gen to me when it came out. You know, I, I don't I, know. I, I it's me, one of the one of the last consoles, but it's not the last. Gaming console? GameCube came out before. No, before Game the Dreamcast, though. No, Dreamcast was 99 right? I thought it was yeah. 98. Yeah, well, 98 um. for Japan, 99 for oh, okay, North America, yeah. 99 for Europe. And then when GameCube did the GameCube come out? 2001. 2001, yeah. Really? God yeah. damn. Yep. Okay, well, the Dreamcast was competing with the N64. Hmm. So... All right. Well, for me, it's still the Dreamcast. I think yeah, it was just uh, a beautiful piece of technology, and I'm so sad what happened to it because it didn't deserve what happened. It was so innovative. The first online console and made online actually work. Not even Sony could get it to work properly with the PS2. Yeah, it's... I miss that console. Well, first online standard console, because you remember, even even before then, technically they existed. Especially, again, Sega, with the Mega Drive in Japan having Sega Net, allowing you to download games on your Mega Drive. Oh, damn. Like people, I didn't know that. Yes, Sega yeah. Net would... It had a, it, you could plug in a modem into your Mega Drive, and then you could download mini games onto, your, onto like these cartridges. It even had a cool name, the Dreamcast. Yeah. Sexy. Yeah. Mm. I miss playing my Dreamcast, man. So ahead of its time. <laughs> Fucking Sony. Huh? The only reason Guess I'll what? never forgive Sony is is what Mega they did to Sega. <laughs> Mega Drive on. Well, to be fair, Sega did. I feel like Sony. <laughs> Sony. Okay. Sony brought the knife to Sega. Sega used the <laughs> knife. Yeah, they they did that to themselves with the Saturn. <laughs> it all started to go downhill with the Sega yeah. Saturn. <laughs> yeah. I would I'd argue before the Saturn. I'd argue the 32X and the CD, then the Saturn, and then yeah. I said I don't know, Sony... Ben, because they had that press conference at E3 for the Sega Saturn, and they unveiled the console 
Oh. And I was like, ooh, this is awesome. And then they announced that it's releasing the next day. And developers no, but... were like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but they had also just released the 32X, like, not long before that. And I feel like <laughs> that also, that's what I mean. Like, it's it was a combination of all of the things together. Each individual yeah, one, they... pretty bad. Each individual off the all, you know, wind. Yeah, they worked so hard to compete with the PlayStation that it murdered them. Like, the fact that developers didn't know that it was coming out, the, like, the day they announced it, like, none of their games were ready or anything. They're like, what the... And it was, like, $700, man! Yeah. It. The Saturn was so expensive. Sony, like, came in with a sword to stab Sega, and then Sega just put a finger on their lips and go, shh, it's okay, we're doing it now. <laughs> and perform seppuku. No, I think I think Sony just put a sword on the side of their building, and Sega just decided to run into it. <laughs> they could have avoided it. It never even was possible. They just ran right into the one knife sticking out of the wall. <laughs> also, fun fact: I'm looking this up. Right, you know, Sega Saturn didn't really have a Sonic game. It had Sonic R and Sonic Jam. Well, it looks like Sega. A download service for Mega Drive had Sonic Eraser, which was a puzzle game. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't think uh, Sonic Team even knew this console was coming out, so they weren't even ready for a Sonic game. <laughs> oh, man. Also, here it still had some gems. Game. The Saturn still had some good gems, but Virtual nobody Fire, remembers right? them because it uh, died. Well, Shenmue, of course. Because Shenmue was technically on... Oh, that was the Dreamcast. That was the Dreamcast. No, I thought it was on the Saturn as well, originally. In Japan, I think it came out on the Saturn. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you had Sonic R, Virtua Fighters, Virtua Corp. Um, Burning Rangers was a big one for them. Uh, Resident Evil, technically. Tomb Raider. House of, House of Dead stuff, that was good. Dayton USA, everyone liked Dayton. Um, Ooh, Daytona and... USA was fun. Yeah. They had some good games. No, they had they good know. games. They just had no backing behind anything. They had no marketing, nothing. Yeah. I think that's when people was like, we shouldn't do shadow drops anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine you drop it a console the day you announce it? Like Sony announces the PS6, like, oh, it's launching tomorrow. Go stand in line at your Best Buy, which doesn't sell physical media anymore. Yep, they removed all physical media for games, DVDs, and Blu-rays, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. Well, talking about physical media and future of movies and games. <laughs> Disney! Everyone's favorite, lovable, low-key franchise place um disney has reportedly been considered acquiring ea as president bob Iger said to be under pressure to make the company a bigger player in gaming yes disney was thinking about purchasing ea you know the company that, that, that had star wars for 10 years but then only made one game and everyone disliked it um so e disney owning ea not to be honest out of all the companies it's probably not the worst one i would have picked like it's not like Disney have a huge amount of people that could they could decide on, and if I had to pick out of any of them, I would probably go with EA over Ubisoft. But that's just me. 
And of course, they can't go to Activision now because Microsoft owns it. Unless Disney buys Microsoft. Oh, God. And the world <laughs> will end. Uh, I don't think Disney can afford Microsoft, which is a weird sentence to be able to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alfonso. This Disney bag. We're buying Microsoft. Say, Microsoft. Okay. No, we're buying Disney. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not surprised. I mean, Disney already dominates with their, you know, the animated movies, Star Wars, Marvel. I, I God, I, I can't see Disney in the video game industry. So like, what would they make? I mean, yes, Marvel, Star Wars, stuff like that, but. Besides what you own in terms of your IP, what else would you make? It 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 doesn't sound real. Like if it was supposed to happen, it doesn't sound real. Like for Disney to own EA, it just it sounds fake. Like we hear these type of stories, different companies own different companies. Like oh, this can never happen. I thank God this is not happening because I we don't need another monopoly. Like we already have Microsoft and Activision. Like I Disney owning EA. Like no, I I don't want that. That's just too much. That that'd be too much. So I'm I'm glad it's not happening. Okay. By the way, I'm just gonna update this. Um, Microsoft could buy Disney. Yeah. Microsoft can buy anything. Yeah. Disney Disney is worth 154 billion as of October 13th. Um. So that's only what just over double the Activision bill uh, deal, right? Yeah, let's, just, let's just round up the Activision deal to seventy billion because of taxes and fees, you know. Because I know it's sixty-nine billion, right? But let's just up, you know, take it to seventy billion. So let's say that they paid, they gave them a tip, like you do in America. They, they like, here, here is your fifteen percent service charge on top of your sixty-nine billion bill. Um. So that would mean, let's just say it, they did want to buy all of the rights of Disney because. Microsoft probably doesn't care about the theme parks. So, and they would be publishing, so they wouldn't need the publishing part, right? So that means they'd only be buying the movies on television. So, what, would you say 120, 130 billion for the movies and television if you cut off everything else? So that would be an extra 50 billion on top of Activision. So, yeah, Microsoft would could easily probably easily buy it, but they never will. Because I'm pretty sure this is one of those things where everybody will stop them. <laughs> you say yeah. never will, but <laughs> once they've run out of people to buy and they've got nothing else to do, they could attempt it. Even if they get said no, they could still attempt it, and it would be, make news. They they they, could, they would probably go into that purchase thinking they're not going to buy it, and just so that they can. <laughs> show off their wallet i think the thing with this though ben is <laughs> disney is such a household name for america that it's one of those companies where here in america if say ford got bought out by a foreign company people will lose their shit they'll never allow it to happen because it's a staple of america and I think Disney is one of those things where if anybody tries to go in and buy them, nobody would let it happen. <laughs> um, Disney is one of those things where it will remain Disney. 
like if Disney wants to buy something, go ahead. But Disney is such an icon in America and even Japan that I just don't see anybody ever acquiring them. Unless they like file for bankruptcy and like we're looking to sell. And at this point I think the US government will just buy them just to keep them American. <laughs> Great. So that would mean future Disney films would have like American flags on them. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey the but as far as this goes, gun safety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna change the Lion King. Scar doesn't kill Mufasa. Some dude with a fucking rifle does as a poacher. <laughs> God damn it, dude! Don't man, just don't. <laughs> as far as the video game thing goes, I think Disney misjudged the market a lot. Um, back when they got out of the video game industry, um, where they gave up on, you know, the, um, what's that Disney game they had that was just like, uh, Spyro, where you had like the figures that you used? Skylanders? Um, yeah, Skylanders. Because they made their own Star Wars one, remember? If you remember that one? Um, that was selling like hotcakes. And then all of a sudden, Disney's just jumping out of the video. They had their own studio. They had their own publishing label for video games. And then they shut everything down. I think this happened before the MCU really took off. Um, but they were in the games industry. They were in it. And I think they misjudged it. Uh, they didn't think they were going to be successful in it, so they got out. Um, so they started licensing everything out. That's why everything just went into random studios ea got some games sony got some stuff uh square enix got stuff everybody just got things you know um ea technically still has star wars um so now that they see that there's a market for what they have especially with star wars uh the jedi uh fallen order jedi survivor games are doing incredibly well um, Spider-Man is obviously on another level for them. Um, I think Guardians of the Galaxy deserved way more than what it got. Yeah, um, yeah. That's why, uh, in my opinion, a Square Enix fault, as was Avengers. Um, but <clears throat> they misjudged it. And I think they continue to misjudge it because they're forcing their licenses and they're demanding certain things happen well, there are games that I guess some companies just can't handle. Avengers being one of them, where they were forced to use characters that they clearly did not want to use. Um, we talked about the issue with Avengers of throughout its existence. And, you know, the fact that they just kept forcing them to use characters from the movies. And that hurt them. Guardians of the Galaxy, I feel, was kind of the same thing, where... I'm not going to say that they didn't want to make a Guardians of the Galaxy game, but I'm pretty sure the choices they have of what licenses they can use, they went with the best option they had. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was very hot at the time, so they went and made a Guardians of the Galaxy game, and a phenomenal one, in my opinion. Probably one of the best Marvel games uh, outside of Spider-Man. Um, but nobody picked it up. It didn't sell very well. Um, but now, you know, we're hearing you know, 
Microsoft didn't want Spider-Man, which obviously ended up biting them in the ass. Sony went with it. They got the exclusive deal. Now Microsoft is like, or Bethesda was like, oh, we're going to get Indiana Jones from Disney. So their licenses are everywhere. And I think Disney's saying, oh, we can be making these games and making all this money instead. Um, so they're obviously wanting Bob Iger to pull the trigger on reestablishing Disney again in the video game market. And that's fine. But as we've seen, what studios can possibly do that for them? You know, you, they're not just going to start a gaming um, publishing studio and not have any developers. So they said EA. Yeah, EA. At this point, they can buy anybody. You know, Disney has that money uh, when it comes to third-party publishers. Uh, EA being the big one. They already have a relationship with EA, with Star Wars. And I think, again, that's them biting themselves in the ass. If they do come back and EA is their target, what are they really looking at here? They don't seem to understand the market very well because they're just seeing EA is technically now the second biggest third-party publisher, or the, the biggest now, since Activision is no longer third-party. Um that's the biggest company. So we got to buy the biggest one because if they're the biggest ones, that means they're the most successful, right? <laughs> at least that's the mindset I'm looking at it. It's, it's not, they're not looking at quality. They're looking at essentially quantity at this point. Um, I think that's the big problem. Um, I don't think Disney really has anybody in that organization who understands the video game industry right now. Um, and please don't hire, um, what's his name? The bald guy that just sank. Yeah. Don't hire <laughs> Phil Cause everywhere he goes, he just destroys everything. <laughs> I still think he's just I a secret. I, he's a super agent. I think he's a super agent for Sony. Man. <laughs> They're yeah. just sending him. Go sink the ship. Yeah. <laughs> crazy uh, but it's somebody that they might hire you know he's no longer with Google because Stadia failed but if if Google couldn't make a viable gaming or make anything viable in the industry you know what chance does Disney have you know I'm all for them establishing their own publishing studio and licensing out their games to third-party developers to make those games for them and publishing it themselves. But Disney is already on such thin ice after they bought 20th Century Fox, which a lot of people, like the FTC, still don't think should have really happened, that if they went and bought EA, it's just going to throw up so many red flags for them. And I think that's why they've kind of stopped acquisitions because 20th century fox was essentially the the slowly crossing the the line into a monopoly for a lot of people um so yeah i don't know ea is the last i don't want to say the last third party publisher but it's the last one that's worth over what is it 15 billion 20 billion dollars what is EA at now? Like 39, 35? I don't remember what they're worth. Um, 
But if EA goes, then... 35. Yeah, 35 billion. Everything else after them, I think Take-Two is the next one. I think at like 19 billion. Um, yeah, it's... It's 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 all gonna open up a big can of insanity. There's a Singapore company for some reason. I don't know who they are. Uh, I don't know what Probably they've mobile, done. Mobile games. Maybe. Um, and then yeah, Take Two, and then Roblox. Jesus Christ, Roblox. Eighteen billion. There you go. And then Bandai yeah, so. is at 13 billion. Capcom's at 7.5 billion. So. Yeah, and EA stock has obviously gone down. They they lost the FIFA license. You know, um, yeah. they're losing a lot of ground in a lot of markets. Battlefield isn't really performing like they had hoped it would, uh, being the big competitor to Call of Duty. Um, their sports games are selling less and less every year. Um, yeah, who knows how long they're gonna? I'm looking, I'm looking at the stocks right now. Um, they 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 they've sta- they've stabilized a little bit. It seems mm-hmm. like there was a ridiculous spike in t- 2017. Then it dropped in 2018 by a, a ridiculous like compared to the FIFA thing that 2018 dropped by a lot like. They went from mm-hmm. forty-three billion net worth to twenty-five, and now now that they've been they were forty billion since the since twenty twenty, and they're currently at thirty-five billion. So that FIFA drop didn't really affect them that much. Well, not is, yet. We'll see as is, starting next new, year what that's going to do. It's already out, right? The new one, right? The new one, yeah, but it's still fresh. It's only been out for like a yeah. month. It's also one of the um, fastest selling ones, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. So I don't think it's going to affect them at all. Probably not, but it's going to affect their image. Oh, yeah. Not not having the FIFA license anymore, that's big. And if they lose other sports licenses, like if they lose the NFL license, if they lose the NHL license, and somebody comes in like 2K, who during the Dreamcast days was making better sports games than EA. That's what forced them to literally shell out the money and get the exclusive licenses for the NFL and the and and what was it? I think it was the NHL. Yeah, um, that hurt them. Can I say screw 2K on that? <laughs> but instead, <laughs> go for Konami with Pez. Yeah. But even that is, is not really... They went as a games as a service now and it's not performing as well as they thought it would. So... And now FIFA said they're making their own game. So now there's going to be three games competing for the same market. Who's going to take it? <laughs> you know? So it's... All I'm saying is... You know, they have the Star Wars license. EA has the Star Wars license. But what are they doing with it? Releasing one game every four years with 
the Jedi Survival Jedi Fallen Order franchise. They have one more in that. They say they want to make it a trilogy, so the third one is eventually coming. What's next for Star Wars with them? They did Squadrons, which didn't really do much for them. They have one of the biggest franchises to make video games for, and we're, what, four years now into the PS4 life cycle, and they've only done one game in that franchise? For that, for this console generation? You gotta, Disney has to look at it, like, this is, we can't just give this license to one company. They have to look at it, we have the license, whoever wants to make games based on that license, we'll give it to how many studios we want, not just one company to have the license the whole time. That's what I have to believe Disney would want to do. So I talked a lot. My bad. Alfonso. (laughs) No, it's it's all good. It's all good. Your thoughts? Uh, There's nothing much I really have to add. Since I already gave thoughts, but I, you went further detail into it, Gary, and I have to agree with everything you said. I need to be right back quickly, but um, before I go, PS5 Cloud Gaming, Alfonso, it's t- coming soon. Um, I I don't use Cloud Gaming as it is now. Like <laughs> I don't. I don't use that as it, as it is now. So, I mean, it's nice. Okay, stream your PS5 games. I, I, I don't know. I feel like doing this because of Portal. Since, you know, Portal's coming soon. Stream your games through Portal. Then that's the whole thing with leaving the PS5 on it. Like, I, I, I really don't care. Like, uh, I buy my games. I download my games streaming and i have decent internet i have decent internet but like uh, no no i'm sorry i have no interest in streaming my ps5 games no <laughs> even though what did they say that this um streaming it will allow you to stream in 4k was that one of the features yes i believe so yeah 4k 60 yeah, which I, is higher than the yeah network, I, which is 1080p yeah i still don't care so <laughs> I, I'm excited because I saw that Virgin Media is installing lines outside my house today, which means hopefully by the end of the year, I will be able to upgrade and then I will care because I will be going straight to that super expensive one gigabyte package. I'm getting all, all of the speeds, all of them, every speed, all of the speeds will be mine. Um, so then I then know I'll care about cloud gaming because then I could probably stream it. Then- doesn't want to invest into an air conditioner, but he wants to buy more internet speed. <laughs> Gaming is more important than the living, man. Come on, <laughs> look, Alfonso. They look. Yes. Okay. I I said spending all the money, but right now my package is forty-two pound a month, right? Okay. I get seventy meg. Which is what it okay. says. Right Virgin will be thirty-eight pound a month. That will go up to uh, sixty pounds in yeah you know, twenty-four months. 
So let's just say it's sixty pound a month. Even though we're okay. paying that for twenty four months. For one gigabyte internet, which is ten times over ten times the speed yeah. we're paying right, yeah. doing right now. Yeah, yeah. For for the equivalent of seven dollars more. Would you not pay seven dollars more for ten times the speed? Uh, I would. Yes. There you go. So, <laughs> yes, I will invest into one gigabyte internet. In fact, in fact, it's cheaper the first twenty-four months. So, yeah. Gary, sorry, off topic with my internet oh, speeds. I want. Don't be sorry, Ben. Don't be sorry. Um. Yeah, just another uh, thing we talked about last week as well with them giving you more reasons to get premium, right? Uh, PlayStation mm -hmm. Plus Premium. This is the only way you're going to get the streaming. Um, you have that subscription, you get the streaming, and you know it's impressive. I can't lie that it's not impressive. You know, 4K, 1440p, 1080p, 720p, it'll support a 60 frames a second SDR or HDR output. That is very impressive. Um, is it a steady thing? Probably not, depending on how well your internet goes in and out, obviously. But it's still impressive that they're able to achieve it. Um, my problem, though, is, again, what's the point when I can... It only works with my PS5. <laughs> you know, this is the problem. Like, the only reason I see myself doing this is my hard drive is full. I don't want to delete anything, so I'm going to go stream a game instead. Um, or I have a disc copy. I don't want to put it in the disc. I'm going to stream it in instead. That I, I get. But you mentioned PlayStation Portal, Alfonso. PlayStation Portal isn't going to do anything for you because it's remote play only. So you're just playing what's already on your PS5. This is stupid. <laughs> so if, if PlayStation Portal separately allows you to access this and play streaming, then I will 100% buy a PlayStation Portal. This is what I assumed and wanted the PlayStation Portal to be able to do in the first place. <laughs> I want it to be essentially a PlayStation Steam Deck or a PlayStation Switch. That's what I thought, but no, it's remote it play only. Even if it didn't even support 4K... But you could only do what 1080p streaming onto the portal. That'd be good. Yeah, I would be all for it. But again, I say this: like, what is the point then? If the PS5 is still the only thing that can run it, why would I run it when I can play it downloaded, where it's going to run infinitely better? We know it will, unless I have the most pristine internet connection and I'm. I have a 5G tower right next to my house and nobody else is allowed to use it but me. That is how I know I'm never going to have problems with it. <laughs> so, yeah, like if my Sony Bravia TV supported this and I can just go to the PlayStation app, turn it on, and through my TV, connect my controller and play streaming through my TV. Okay, I'm good with that. But I can't. It's only, again, through the PS5. And I have to question, mm -hmm. why would I do it when I can just download the game if I own it? Or I have a PS Plus subscription and it's free on PS Plus Premium already. Download it and play it. 
Yeah. That's my only problem. I, I don't see the point of it right now. What about you, Ben? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to use it. I'm excited. Um, Can you tell me, like, what's going to drive you to use it instead of just downloading the game and playing it? Because... Like, I want you to justify it for me. Like, not trying to games, be mean not, or... Some of these games anything, I don't think I'm going to play that much. And I'd rather not download it, waste hard drive space, and delete it and just replay it again. Like, Fortnite. Like... I don't. I like enjoy. I play Fortnite occasionally. I enjoy it, but I don't play it that often. So, rather than downloading it, playing it, and then deleting it again, I'd rather just cloud game it and then enjoy it for a little bit, and then play it whenever I want in the future without having to worry about taking up hard drive space. Oh, well, that's a phenomenal um, point. Then there you go. Like, yeah. like if if Warzone is like three hundred gigs on your hard drive, stream it instead. That's a fantastic point. There you go. Thank you. That's what I want. And I just saw it here. Yeah, it's going to be able to support uh, games like Fall Guys, Fortnite, Genshin Impact. Um, those are going to be yeah. a part of this. So that's really good. Yeah, if you own certain games that aren't part of the, the scheme, you will be able to play them anyway if you already picked them up. So. But like Fortnite and Genshin is free anyway. So. Yeah. Is I'm guessing really the most free-to-play games will be included. Okay. Or at least will be included over time. Like, we know that Honkai Star Rail just came out, and I don't know if they'll be on it day one. But, like, maybe mm -hmm. by the end of the year they'll add it. Like, what would be big, though, is if they add Final Fantasy fourteen. That would be massive. <laughs> because... If they can get to run properly, Yeah. They're testing cloud servers on 14 soon. So they're going for a test to test out cloud servers. So mainly for the login system, it's to help make sure that when the expansion comes out next year, that there's less chance the servers just explode. So, so I think that's it for this week for news. Is there anything anyone wants to bring up? Uh, I got nothing. Gary? I was just going to bring up that uh, Last of Us Factions is reportedly cancelled. Um, rumor has it that uh, Factions is no longer in development. Uh, apparently it was cancelled by Naughty Dog themselves um, after essentially the announcement of Jim Ryan retiring. I guess he was the one pushing hard for it. Um... But I guess it's no more, which kind of sucks because I actually really like factions with the original PS1. Um, so yeah, uh, Alfonso, if this rumor is true, your thoughts? I was looking forward to it just like you, Gary, and hearing that it's canceled, sort of like I stabbed in the heart. That's, that's how I feel. Like, I, I don't like this feeling. I, I was so looking forward to playing this. And, and, and it sucks. Like, I, I hate, we, we talk about this with certain games that you may looking forward to, Ben and I sell, myself, where these developers, these companies put all these R&D into these games. They Obviously, it takes a while. We get excited when we see trailers and 
betas, alphas, demos, and then all of a sudden they scrap it and like all that money, all that time is just wasted. Like that is it, unfortunate for people who waste their time. It's a slap in the face to the consumers who's looking to buy that product. And yeah, I, obviously they might go into further details why when the time comes, but yeah, I, I don't like it. And yeah, I'm disappointed. Yeah, I mean, before they could have avoided any, like, real statements of, oh, we're canceling this, but the fact that they kind of announced it <laughs> themselves last year, um, they kind of have to make a statement that it's been canceled at this point, if it is, right? Um, yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, I know you don't care, Ben, but any thoughts on factions reportedly canceled? I mean, I care a little bit because it sounded cool, so that sucks. Yeah, it's pretty much clear that they're probably working on The Last of Us 3 at this point. And who knows, maybe they'll include it with Last of Us 3. Um, <laughs> don't give hope, Gary. <laughs> I'll, give it, I'll give it hope, man. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe they just clashed with their ideas and the fact that Bungie is now overseeing all multiplayer games for yeah. Sony. You yeah. know, maybe they're... They just clashed with Bungie. Like they didn't want to do how Bungie wanted to do things. I don't know. Um, I guess the other piece of news I want to bring up is the list of uh, PS Plus Extra and Premium games for October. Really quickly, um, mm-hmm. we are getting uh, Gotham Knights, uh, Disco Elysium: The Final Cut, uh, The Dark Pictures Anthology: House of Ashes, Alien Isolation, Dead Island Definitive Edition. Outlast 2, Elite Dangerous, Far, Changing Tides, Gungrave Gore, Eldest Souls, and Roki are your PS Plus Extra games. Your PlayStation Plus Premium Classic games, and I want to add something to this after I read them out. We're getting Tekken 6, Soul Calibur, Broken Destiny, Ape Escape Academy, and IQ Final. Yes, IQ Final, the greatest game of all time. <laughs> but no, this doesn't yes. explain why when I was looking at the Metacritic game, why Tekken 6 was coming out soon. I'm like... <laughs> right? Uh, uh, by the way, IQ is also, as I've always called it, Karushi. That's what it's called. Yeah, Intelligence Cube or Karushi Final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Karushi in Europe and Intelligence Cube in America. I feel like Karushi okay. is a much cooler name than IQ. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know IQ is what it is, but Karushi just sounds so much cooler. Yeah. Yeah, so IQ Final, a PS1 classic, uh, Ape Escape yeah. Academy, a PSP game, Soul Calibur, yeah. Broken Destiny, a PSP game, and Tekken 6, uh, a PlayStation 3 game. Uh, the reason I wanted to add something is um, I'm I don't know about you guys. I don't consider PS3 games classic games right now, personally. They're classic. Um, what? They're, PS3 is classic. <sighs> We're old, Gary. PS3 is de- totally classic. Wait, was Taken Six PS3? Yeah. Hold <laughs> on. Yep. It wasn't yeah. PS4. <laughs> No, yeah. it's PS3. Yeah. Release date 2007. Okay. 
Okay, never mind then. Yes, PS3, I guess you can consider classic. But when they're announcing PS4 games as classic games, which they did, I think, last month, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> Agree. Agree. Yeah, PS4 good, games but... are not classic right now. No, I think there has to be like could... a 15, 20 year period or something before it's a classic. Because yeah. <laughs> PS3 was 2006, so we're, we're three years away from the 20th anniversary of the PS3. Mm-hmm. So. And people consider the Mega Drive a classic in like early 2000, so, and that's about the same distance, so. Yeah, and, and the problem with it too is as a PS3 game, it's streamable only at 720p, so that yeah. sucks. <laughs> that's because the PS3 only supported 720 Well, it had 1080p-ish. It yeah. existed. It's like the PS5 has 8K. It exists. It doesn't mean it's going to run in it. Yeah, and this is why I keep saying that if Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots is going to be part of the Metal Gear Solid HD collection, part two, when it comes out, because we know the part one is coming out this year, we know there's going to be a part two, yeah. volume two. If that game comes out on that disc somehow, then all that's going to tell me is there is a way to get these fucking PS3 games to run on new hardware. <laughs> and Konami's the first one to do it, so everybody needs to go to them and be like, <laughs> how did you do it? Because right now, if they they can't re-release the PS3 games, that's why they're streaming only, and they can't release them digital for whatever reason. I don't know the cell processor, whatever reason they have. I don't know what. Bro, you can't if you can't release them physically. You can't release them digitally. <laughs> it's the same system, Gary. I know, I know. Um, but if they figured it out, Sony, you better start figuring shit out <laughs> because there's a lot of <laughs> PS3 games that need to come out. That like, well, the only way they're getting released now is if they're essentially remasters. Right? That's how they're releasing these PS3 mm -hmm. games. Uh, remasters slash remakes. Like that's, that's the only way they're doing it. Um, they have to figure out a way to port them over. <laughs> and if Metal Gear is going to be able to do it, everybody needs to start asking Konami how the fuck they did it. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I guess that's it for me, yeah. Oh, I guess time for the Metacritic game. Da 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 da. Boop. Metacritic game. And I want to make sure I got this right because I don't want to be dumb. The first game is everyone's favorite video game of all time The Grinch Christmas Adventures. It got no reviews. I know. We're all shocked, right? Uh, Honkai Star Rail. It got no reviews. Yeah. But so far, no reviews. But, we reviewed it. Well, <laughs> there are reviews, but not, not enough reviews for Metacritic give a score, is what I mean. Yeah. Lords of the Fallen. Not Lord of the Fallen. Lords of the Fallen. Gary gave it 79. Alfonso gave it 77. I gave it 82. Alfonso wins with 73. Congratulations. Good job, Fonzie. Yeah, yeah. 
That means that Alfonso's at 13 points, I'm at 20 points, Gary's at 43 points, and Mike is now in the lead with 15 points. No, Mike is 15 points. He's not in the lead with 15 points. Math is hard. <laughs> Unless I cheat, in which case he could be in the lead. Uh, okay, so next week has some very big games coming out, such as the game everyone's hyped for, SpongeBob SquarePants the, the pants the cosmic shake, Gary. No, we don't need to review this. This already came out on the PS4. <laughs> and it's coming out on the PS5. It says on Metacritic. Oh, <sighs> fine. Um, seventy. <laughs> Alfonso. Uh, sixty-seven. And I'm going to go with you know what sixty-nine. We're just going to nice it. <laughs> um, because for some reason Metacritic has this this game split up into multiple games, I, I had to remember what it was called. Metal Gear Solid Collection Volume One. Because Rumble will be away next week, so there'll be no podcast. Gary, ah, uh, eighty-three. Alfonso, I'm gonna go eighty-four. No, I'm going for like 67. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, the games are going to be good, but they're going to be so buggy and the graphics are going to be so bad that they're going to get a load of points taken out for that. Ben is over here like, fuck all y'all. <laughs> now, the, the game that we're all excited for this month, um, the, the hype is the highest for anyone, if any video game this year. Frog Detective, the entire mystery. Want to hurt you? I'm gonna go with <laughs> ninety. Gary, Frog Detective, the entire mystery. Sixty. It's the entire mystery. <laughs> really, Frog Detective's really good. Fine, seventy-two. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh. And it's cheap as well. I think it's like fifteen dollars for all three games. Because there's three games that you get. Alfonso. Uh seventy. Okay. And I think that's it for Metacritic game. <laughs> I can't even finish that myself. What? Spider Man two. <laughs> God damn it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even end that sentence myself with a smart, serious face. I'm going to go with 83. I've been saying 83. Yeah. I'm going to stick with 83. Ben's got no love for spiders. They look like spider men. <laughs> 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 I didn't know it was Tim. <laughs> Alfonso. 88. And Gary, the Spider-Man. You guys are hating on Spider-Man, huh? Game of the year over here is going with 88. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 92. Look, I'm just going into it thinking that people are going to, reviewers are going to complain that it's the same location, even though it's not the same location. And then they'll complain about, they'll find things to nitpick. It, it will lose some points because of people just nitpicking it. 
Now, right. if we're going on Metacritic user scores, uh, 1.5. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get a 12. <laughs> uh, uh. So that's the end of the podcast. Uh, I'm not going to be here next week, which means nobody's going to be able to record. Sorry about that. Um, but we'll be back in two weeks. Gary, shouts, and how can they find you? Um, shout out to you guys as always. Thank you for having me. It's always fun. Shout out to all the listeners. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Gagalush. That's G A G L A U S H. Alfonso. Shout out to you guys, like always. Thank you for having me on. Uh, ben, enjoy your trip. Thank um, you. Have fun. Look forward to hearing your stories if you can tell stories. Um, okay. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Alishan7. Thank you. Uh, shout out to everyone that listens. Thank you all. I can't wait to talk about all my Fantasy 14 stuff coming up soon. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us. We'll be back next in two weeks with more gaming news. As we head towards the winter months, where Jeff Keighley will announce video game awards and we won't care. So next time, and see you in a few weeks. And hopefully you've all enjoyed the Spider-Mans. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.